Hey, hello. Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones in Podcast. I'm the host, E, with uh, the guy to my right, Jariah. That's a me, Jariah. And clockwise, Robbie. Hey, not quite to your left, but almost. No. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's July. It's exactly. Christmas <laughs> in July. Since we don't have December to actually watch movies because of just the structure of this podcast, we don't really watch a lot of Christmas movies. We don't. We watched... We watched Christmas four? Friends. We've watched four Christmas movies, I think, maybe. Yeah. Three of which were the same series. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Most of it is just us ragging on how much we hated the Christmas Prince. Yeah, and then once when we were like, Home Loan's cool, I guess. Yeah, I was like, no, <laughs> yeah, that one was, yeah, it's really crazy how everyone remembers, like, the last ten minutes and none of the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this July, we're going to be watching some Christmas movies. Uh I would say classics, but I'm mine's not a classic. It's pretty new, <laughs> fairly new. I think I will. I, I think mine, might count, as a Christmas movie. I think it does. Are we watching sure. Die Hard again? Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> no. Damn it! <laughs> no, it's it takes place during Christmas, so kind of a Christmas. I'm gonna movie. be mad if it's Christmas for like ten minutes and the rest <laughs> of the movie's not Christmas. Is it Thirty we'll Days of Night? We'll see. Is it Eight Crazy Nights? Yeah, I love you know how I, I know am. you love Adam Sandler. Love me some Adam Sandler. Uh, is it Balto? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it Santa Paws the Air Buds spinoff? That's a thing. Yeah. Is there Santa Paws and pals and pups? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. The Air Buds become like the is kids at a point. Yeah, Air Bud yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Don't they become superheroes at one point? Yeah. 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 Every, everybody does. I think there's the, even baby geniuses were superheroes. Yeah, right? those baby geniuses so, too. Yeah, yeah. You, you get enough sequels, eventually you just become part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that works. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm the host. Uh, this is a really quick turnaround for me. It is, actually. It's, it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, I brought an animated movie, of course. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? I brought 2019's Claws. Uh, one of the newest Christmas movies that people actually talk about, I would say. Hmm. Um, this uh, movie is a Netflix original. Yeah, kind of uh, crazy, because it looks, like, really good. Unlike all of Netflix's shit. Listen, I have a big problem with most <laughs> of how Netflix original things look, um, actually. I will say, I think Netflix mostly was, like, got a hold of this and funded it more than, like, from the ground up, it was Netflix. Okay, gotcha. That would actually make more sense. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, a lot of like Netflix original things, especially when it comes to CGI and doing animation, stuff like that, like it seems like it's half-assed half the time because it's just like, listen, this is going on a streaming service. We don't have the biggest budget. You telling me you don't like Boss Baby back in action, the animated series that the Netflix producer said is the pinnacle of animation on their on their streaming service? Or, you know, Spirit the... <laughs> Spirit, spirited stallions. Yeah, the series horses. They, they run. <laughs> yeah, they have a Netflix series. I have a friend that yeah. fucking her and her kids fucking love that shit. <laughs> Is it the one that owns a horse? Yeah. Yes, it's the horse one. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um. So, uh, as it only being on Netflix, you could probably guess it's kind of weird with some of our normal stuff. Uh, this is rated PG. It got a formal rating. Okay. 
if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. You <laughs> take it or leave it. <laughs> and to be fair, most of Netflix stuff does have a rating. It's either it's mostly TV rating though, so you'll see yeah. like TV fourteen or TV MA or you know TV yeah. PG. But so yeah. there is a specific reason though. This is like a PG PG. It's not TV PG. It's right. PG PG, and that's because for one week they released it in theaters. Oh, did they? For one week. Huh. So it got a super limited release. And they did that so it could qualify for an Academy Award, as far as I can tell. Yeah, Netflix yeah. does that. <laughs> so, um, wow. <laughs> there's a few of them that they'll do that with. Like, they'll be like, see it early in theaters, like two days early or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. This is one that feels like it belongs in a theater. It feels yeah, like I a feel real like movie. It, it should have, I, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of Netflix originals where I'm like, that sure does look and feel like a Netflix original that has too much money in it. Uh, and this one feels like, oh, this is like a really well done like animated movie. Yeah, yeah. They do have a lot of stuff that feels like, yep, this feels like directly to TV movie. Yeah, but um, uh, I bring as I brought this, I have seen this. I saw it like less than half a year ago <laughs> for yeah. the first time, and I was like, oh, I, I really like this. I think you immediately wanted to bring it on the podcast. Too. I I immediately said, you know, I think this would work for the podcast. Yeah. Um, Jiraiya, I have not seen it. I assume. I no, absolutely not. And Robbie? I didn't even know it existed until today. Yeah. We watched it today, though. Yeah? Yeah, we watched it today. Um, So, uh, we already watched it. Yes. Uh, that was before we recorded this stuff. Um, And uh, it's not physical, I don't think. I don't think Netflix released any physical. I don't think they do that anymore anyways, right? Occasionally they do. They're really it's... weird. They don't announce it when they release it. No, they, do. they don't just announce have to find it, it at it's... Walmart. Yeah, yeah honestly. It's literally like, oh, this did really well on streaming services. Let's put it on DVD for people who don't have Netflix and advertise Netflix to them. So, like, House of Cards and Stranger Things and Orange is the New Black. Like, those got DVD releases. The first two seasons of Daredevil got American releases, and yeah. then season three only got UK. <laughs> so, you have to get the UK copy of it, Daredevil. It's, it's dubbed in three. UK, and they're like, Oi, blimey! <laughs> Oi, I can't see! <laughs> <laughs> Oi, tack that New York over there, eh? <laughs> Oi, I'm a lawyer! <laughs> <laughs> just starts every sentence with oi. <laughs> oi! <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, no back of the box, uh, but, you know, we got the Netflix description. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm not, like, huge on this one, but it's not the worst one we've had, especially recently. Okay. Um, a simple act of kindness always sparks another, even in a frozen, faraway place. When Spierensburg new postman Jesper befriends Toymaker Claus, their gifts meld an age-old feud and deliver a sleigh full of holiday traditions. For like, Netflix, that is pretty good. Yeah, it's not that's like bad. pretty accurate. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like it makes it a little bit different than what it really ended up being. But I mean, it's not bad, and I get why they wrote it the way they did because it's a Christmas movie. They write it. They wrote the back of the box in a very Christmas movie cheesy way. Yeah. Whereas like, watching the movie is not like super Christmas cheesy. Actually, yeah, it makes the movie seem more whimsical than it actually is. Yes. Yeah. But um, hey, uh, before we really dive into uh, Claws. Why don't we? Why don't we see how people have been doing? Okay, Robbie, you first. I feel like we never do you first. No, because I usually have the least amount to say. <laughs> um, I did have somewhat of an eventful week this week. Uh, the first bit of good news actually is I got a raise. Hey, yeah. you did it! Ten yeah. cents. No, actually, a month. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the actual amount on 
Uh, well, I was about to say camera, but we're not on camera. We're right not now. on camera. We're not only yet. on mic right I, now. I won't say it on air how much, but it is a good sizable chunk of change. And then they also did the thing because, like, whenever they do the whole thing of, like, oh, yeah, this is your higher date. And this is because they give raises out for yearly reviews. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, because sure. I've been working my absolute ass off and selling my soul to the company, they gave me a mm-hmm. couple extra bucks every, or, you know, every hour. And so uh, they also do, like, a back pay thing. So. You know, on top of getting a pay raise, I also got some back pay off of it too. So I got a pretty nice paycheck. This paycheck. The bad news about that is that the uh, government my, took it. They did take some of it, yes, <laughs> as the government does. Uh, but no, I was gonna say, uh, I ended up finding out that like my power supply is dying. Mm. Oh, yeah. Don't you overclock though? Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, that's your problem. Well, now he just has to clock though, and that's like a <laughs> thing. I mean, even if I didn't overclock, my computer takes a ton of power because of the hardware I have in it. Yeah, you literally have a radiator. I do literally have a radiator in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I guess the last or the newest time that it happened because it happened a couple of times within the past couple of weeks, like maybe three, like two or three times. But it happened again last night, and so I looked up the symptoms of it, and it's like, oh yeah, good. Or there's a good chance your power supply is dying. So before I came here to the podcast, I actually went to Best Buy to buy a new power supply. And is that just in your car? Yeah, this that's is a, a bad, bad neighborhood. That's... There's children here. Well, not even that. It's hot outside, man. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, it's your money. Whatever you do, you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just melted when you take it out. I hope not. Uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have melted plastic in my car now. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I was going to say, I found out last night, because uh, another thing is, because I talked about it months ago at this point in time of starting in uh, Inscription, I finally beat the damn thing. Nice. Hey. I, I beat it last night, but, like, uh, after the last boss fight in the game, uh, like, right whenever he's, like, giving a speech of, like, okay, now I have to go to this place and this place. Did your power my com- <laughs> Yeah, my computer just died. Oh, like, no! Like, everything just shut off. <laughs> oh. Like, I literally beat the last Uber bot, and it's like, okay, now time to go back to the start. Now you... <laughs> And I just had someone was like, oh, fuck. Like, because it literally everything, my monitors, my computer, and, like, all the RGB lights I have to it, everything just went black. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to say, for, for, like, a split second, did you think it was just the game? For, yes. Because <laughs> the game does Because, like, that. I will say, because, like, for how much I complained about the game to, like, off of air for this and stuff like that, real quick summary... I get really annoyed by whenever you get put in unbeatable situations, which happens a lot in the first act, and it really annoyed me. The game got better, and like the third act alone is worth playing for this game, just for, for yeah, the, the meta story that it has to it and everything. And that's like, what I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it does too, a, I do want Dry to play that eventually. Yeah, I, I, I never say, will. Right, too bad. <laughs> You're gonna. We're, we're gonna make you. <laughs> I will say because like it was frustrating at first, but the storyline just got better and better as it went along. And honestly, the ending of that game made all the frustration I had of it worth it. But yeah, like <laughs> after just... beating the last Uber boss, my computer literally just like shut off. And like what I had to do is uh, how you can tell your power supply is dying is you have to flip the switch off and then back on on the back of the power supply in order to actually get it running again. And so I looked up that symptom like, oh, yeah, you have a bad P- or a bad power supply. So you got to go buy another one now. Oof. Yeah. That's, so that's oh. never great. So, yeah, I got a little large chunk of money with this paycheck and a lot of it went to the new power supply. Nice. Cool. Well, good for you, Robbie. So, yeah, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Other than that, it's been more or less a average week. No more vending machine pizza pockets for you. I mean, let's not go too crazy. <laughs> yeah, now you can afford the good shit. Totinos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just bring up an entire bag of Totinos to work. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing someone's brought to work. I imagine, yeah. I'm just imagining now, like, you bring the whole bag and you just throw the entire bag in the microwave and start it. 
plastic and everything. Yeah. One hour. I'll be back. <laughs> go check out my parts and go back two hours later because I got too busy with like like working and everything. Went, oh, shit. And then go back and there's the f- microwaves on fire. And you're like, damn it. They're going to be cold. <laughs> I mean, it's better than the joke I was going to make. I was going to make a joke that I open up the door at Walmart and then the bag of... Uh, the bag falls. falls and I can't get to it because it's stuck between the fridge and the door. Uh, but uh, uh, look it up for you then. Yeah. Uh, had, like I said, had some good news. It should be helpful considering, you know, the price of everything is going up right now. Yeah. Yes. So it's, you know, little spark of light and darkness, I guess you can say. Yeah. yeah. Little good, bad. little bad. Take the good. Now you have the facts of life. I don't know the thing. However that, yeah, however that TV jingle yeah, goes. I have no idea. Uh, I think it's like a little Monica in my life, a little bit of Sarah Erica by, by my side. My side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jariah, yeah. how are you being? I've been good. I've been a little Pinto. I've been a little... Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, no, good. I had an adventure this week getting a new television, and it was... Too hectic. It was hectic for two days because I had to like edit and streaming and all that kind of stuff. I was doing all the TV stuff during all of that. <laughs> nice. Um, I did like a ton of research on what TV I could get and whether I need to get it mailed or. And whatever. he made a wrong decision. Like you can't look at his new TV; it's too bright. You absolutely can if you just aren't photosensitive. <laughs> it's like this. It's like three suns on his. People TV. with any kind of problem with photosensitivity should not have a QLED. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Um, I really should like check with a doctor if I have photosensitivity. You absolutely should, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, it was a whole adventure. So like, we went to the store because my old TV is dying. So I was yeah. like, Liz, need a new TV. Uh, and it took me about 24 hours of begging between the time of me figuring out my TV was dying and getting a new TV. Um, Luckily, when she was sleep deprived, she was like, "Fine, you can get a new TV. Just let me go to sleep." They, after the seventy <laughs> fifth time, they really start like thinking about it. You really break them down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we got to the store, and I'm about to get a TV that's the same exact size as the TV I already had. She's like, "Why? That's so dumb." I'm like, because like it looks better. It's like an upgrade still. She's like, "Why would we not just get a bigger TV?" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Like, I'm not going to argue. I'm going to be like, no, we can't get a bigger TV. It's like, no, we need to get a smaller TV, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to say my brother-in-law did something similar because they had a 55-inch, uh, my sister and uh, brother-in-law. Yeah. And uh, because they just have a huge living room, he's just like, no, I want to want to be able to watch the game from the kitchen. And like, <laughs> so, yeah, they got like a 75 or an 80-inch or something crazy yeah. like that. Like, they have a giant TV. Yeah. So, I have a 70-inch in my tiny little uh, living room now. Yeah. It's huge. It looks amazing. I love it. Um. I uh, accounted when buying the TV for getting a 55-inch television in our car. Mm-hmm. I did not account for getting a 70-inch television yeah, uh, into our car. I was going to say, because your guys' car is roughly about the same size as mine, I almost could not fit my 49-inch in the back of my TV, or in the back of my car. <laughs> in the back of my TV. Yeah, so we're in the Sam's Club parking lot <laughs> taking apart a TV from a box because the TV itself fits fine. TV and box, no fit fine. So I had to unbox my TV right there. And be like, oh, this is dope. All right, go in the car. Uh, <laughs> Someone's like, yo, you need me to hold like, that for you? It's like, oh, thank you. And I handed it to him, and they ran away for some reason. Um, I, I didn't tell him where I live, so I don't know how he got it here. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was fun. And then uh, almost had to buy new furniture, because the furniture we had for it didn't fit the TV. Ended up getting a whole stand. It was a whole mess. When I bought the stand piece, they gave me two right back brackets, and I need a left and a right bracket, so I had to go back and get a new TV stand oh thing. Oh, boy. It was a mess. 
But if the TV's there, it's up. It looks gorgeous. I'm in love with it. Too bright. Uh, uh, too uh, too bright. Actually, too bright. yes, and I love it. Uh, uh, I've got a. I'm gonna, you know, get you a nice uh, 24 like I have, and give that to you. Right, right in front of me. Tw- that's 27. <laughs> Still bigger. <laughs> that is, in fact, bigger than my TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. That that was my adventure this week. If throughout this episode, I'm gonna try and edit them out. But if throughout this episode you hear some popping and explosions, we are recording this episode the weekend of Fourth of July. Yeah, it is in July second right now. People and can't so, wait. And, no, uh, they can't. Uh, they started yesterday uh, setting off fireworks, and it's probably going to go on for the next two weeks. Yeah, so uh, if you hear some explosions that I forget to edit out, that's going to be why. It's a bonus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get to also play the game with us. Oh, boy. <laughs> Comment below what timestamp <laughs> the fireworks happen. Yeah, just if you could, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all with me. E, Hi. what adventure's going on in your life? Uh, it's, it's Art Fight again. Oh, my. Uh, every, every year, for those who don't know, uh, there's a website called artfight.net, and every year a bunch of artists get together and like, here's all my characters, and everyone just draws each other's characters, and I love it, and it's fun. Hmm. And it's that time again, uh, the second day uh, when we're recording this. Nice. Uh, so far, I'm, I got two done. That's the new record, two nice. in the first two days. I uh, straight up didn't understand one of the things you posted. I just don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> So, <laughs> which one today or yesterday? I, it's today, I think. It's the one with the person in front of the monitor or the screen or something. Oh, that was yesterday. Um, oh, I saw it today. That's a mouse. That's a mouse. In it's front a mouse. Of a computer. Yeah, I don't get it. A computer mouse. It's a computer mouse. Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't make the character. I just drew him. Okay. <laughs> no, those art fights are really cool, though, because you get to see all these different characters and all these different art styles, and it makes yeah. it more interesting. kind of gives you – it gives more flair and more flavor to these characters seeing them in different art styles. Yeah, it's insane. Like, uh, I have, like, a anime-inspired character, and I have no- – I do not have an anime art style. Mm. But other people do, and it's really cool seeing them draw that character. Because, like, damn, this is like if I knew how to draw anime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's one of those things. Whenever I was in middle school, uh, Dragon Ball Z was, like, the thing. Yeah. And so, like, I kept on, like, wanting to draw Dragon Ball Z characters. And so, for the longest time, every person that I drew just looked like he was a Dragon Ball Z character. So, (laughs) I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so our fight's been going. Uh, my other art thing I've been doing, I talked about it a little a while ago. Uh, that's still going on. Uh, we had to change from like every week to every two weeks. Uh, so far I'm the only one who's finished this segment and ends Monday. Oh, good. So I think people are getting burnt out on that one. I think so. Uh, but I'm having fun. I fucking made an ten second animation. There you go. <laughs> I think I saw it. Wasn't that the? It's the black and white one. Yeah. The. Like two characters that are in a race and one yeah, slides yeah, yeah, across yeah. the floor. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'll show you after a drive. Okay. Um, so yeah, but I'm having fun being Art Man. Game's still gaming. I added a character I had to cut from the last build. I saw that, yeah. Uh, that video's doing way more, way better than all my others, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, screw it, man. <laughs> Algorithms. Never, never question. Yeah. So, but yeah, so art, artsy, fartsy stuff on my end. Nice. Sounds but, like uh, fun, though. Yeah, it is. Good. Speaking of art, claws that has art that that is, <laughs> is art. There's yeah. art in there. Um, I wouldn't say it's about art. No, but, uh, it's about the holidays. Yeah, just one actually. What? Well, yeah, one holiday. 
that just already existed according to this movie. But it totally, it, I mean, it I did. Mean, but yeah, like in real life, it existed before all the modern stuff happened. Yeah, so. before like it was about Jesus and stuff. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, but um, Claws is came out in 2019, like I said. So it's really recent for a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Well. No, I think Christmas movies release. I mean, Christmas movies all the time. <laughs> but, like, for what people cared about. Yes. It's a say. Christmas movie that they put actual effort into. Yeah. I would I say would, that's true. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. I was... This is not a thing on animation. This is a thing on Netflix. I... Whenever there's an animated Netflix thing, I immediately like, all right, this is going to look like garbage. Um, <laughs> what a fucking dick. It's just... Uh, their animation tends to not be great. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like... How many we're... animated things have you seen? I don't know. Just random stuff Liz watches. <laughs> Honestly, I don't watch it myself, obviously. But. I don't watch animated stuff on Netflix much, but, you know, I fucking hate animated stuff on Netflix. <laughs> it just always looks cheap or weird or generic, and this did not look any of that. No. I mean, something that we were talking about earlier is uh, a series that Netflix took over and kind of became, in a weird way, a Netflix originals, like Seven Deadly Sins, the yeah. animation style. Had just constantly been going downhill. Yeah, but that's anime anyway, so Dry wouldn't like it. Yeah, yeah don't give a shit about anime. <laughs> or French animation, for that matter. <laughs> Dry is very racist. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is... Uh, so, actually, I you had you said you had an idea of how you thought they did the animated style. I think Why don't so, you take a guess? It, it is very weird how it's animated, because it feels like CGI, but it also almost feels like it's hand-drawn at the same time. So... The idea that went through my head, like while we were watching this, because also there was like certain scenes counting on how much was going on, would flicker between uh, 24 frames a second and 12 frames a second, because it's somewhat noticeable. And I think I learned the difference between those two whenever we watched um, uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I don't think there's Into, but yeah, the Spider Verse movie. Into. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse. Um, but. I feel it almost feels like it was drawn, but it was drawn in Blender. So like there's certain scene there are certain aspects to it that are just drawn in 2D and certain aspects that are done in 3D. Uh you are close. So this is 2D animated. Okay. And the lighting is CG. Oh, okay. Which is Weird. really cool. But like nothing looks like this movie and it fucking yeah. looks yeah phenomenal in, in my opinion it does look really good yeah like i said it almost feels like it's 3d but at the same time it feels like yeah. it's hand-drawn like it's yeah. a weird middle ground almost to it and it works surprisingly well with this movie the lighting is phenomenal with this movie yeah. like one of the first things that i did notice about it is whenever uh jasper the main character of this uh, movie jasper with jasper e. Sorry, not Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. Jasper. Uh, whenever Jasper uh, is meeting up with his father and his father is standing uh, at the window and he turns around, you could see the light going through his ears like you would actually see in real life because his skin's transparent. That's one of those things that I noticed about it. And so, like, they put an incredible amount of detail into, like, every single frame of this movie. So how does that work, like, on a technical level then? Uh, They do actually have, like, a process video that I'll... I'll show you that after. Uh, if I remember it correctly, you know, they put all the lines and colors and everything, and they basically have a version, like, modeled in the 3D program that they use the lights, and then they kind of overlay how the lights looked onto the 2D animation. Huh. It is very time-consuming. I would never <laughs> do it, but it fucking looks great because of it. Uh, the thing that I would say, and this is uh, pro in how it looks is there are certain frames of it that look like they come out of a Christmas storybook. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I want, I bet that's probably why they wanted to do that CGI thing. Yeah. And like I I like gripe a lot about 
CGI taking over some 2D, but like stuff like this really shows how much you can like use it to an advantage. Like I I have been I tell Jariah this a lot and he probably is like, okay, whatever. Uh <laughs> like CGI uh like 3D animated movies have been really pushing their models in ways mm-hmm. they did not before, and I think the animation looks so much better because of it. Yeah, they absolutely have yeah. been. Uh, there was a, a question that was posed to me today, actually, yeah. <laughs> about like what is what makes something a cartoon, what makes something like just a CGI kind of animation thing. Like, does Pixar fall into it's a cartoon or is it like a CGI movie or like what is that? Uh, I just thought it was an interesting question. Yeah, I think it's it's almost like pedantic, like a it's a hot dog and sandwich kind of thing. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Like, uh, the answer I gave Jariah is like I basically would categorize basically most majorly uh 3d animated things as still cartoons because in my because like basically my thing is like i would call spongebob a cartoon and i would call jimmy neutron a cartoon those are both cartoons despite the difference in the medium yeah uh but like you i see where you were going for it though because you were saying like avatar the james cameron yes like is that a cartoon and I would say no due to the extended use of live action stuff, but I would say that the Lion King new one is a cartoon because that really isn't. It's just 3D animated models without yeah. any live action. I think maybe the like locations are live action. I don't remember. I don't think anything's live action in that. Actually. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I would say that's <laughs> yeah, a cartoon. Nothing, yeah, I was gonna say because nothing's live action in that, but like something compared to like say maybe like lord of the rings or the hobbit movies like there's a lot of cgi in those but there's still live actors in those and like there are a lot of muddy things like um uh let's say like the sonic movie uh the new aladdin and like roger rabbit Mm. those are i would all class i would classify all of those as live action despite the heavy use of the uh cartoon aspects of it alvin the chipmunks movie i would say that's live action Really? Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. like Dave's a live action dude. They're yeah. in live action city. Hmm. They eat live like action the, food. Yeah, like, I, I think like, only the chipmunks themselves are the only thing like added in there. No, there's like a bunch of cartoons in the album chipmunks. It's it's literally. Are almost... you talking about Chip and Dale? Yep. <laughs> yep. Got the wrong rodent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Chip and Dale. Yeah, I would say is cartoon. Okay. You can't I don't think there's really any. <laughs> there might be a couple. Characters I almost I don't made know a comparison about, about like the new Garfield movies because the new Garfield <laughs> movies are live action movies. It just has a CGI Garfield. I'm good. Those are not the new Garfield movies anymore. <laughs> there have been Garfield movies since then. <laughs> I get what he means though. But yeah. yeah um. So yeah. Uh, but ultimately, yes, it is pedantics, really. Yeah. Uh, the thing I said to Dry is I also would say anime's anime is cartoons, and that would upset a lot of nerds. <laughs> Whereas I fell on um, the more like childlike it is, the more it falls into like cartoon yeah. for me, like Which, more unrealistic. But like, I don't, I don't really buy that personally because like I feel like that's more. You're just really arguing is it a children's movie or not? Yeah. At that point. And like, well, everything animated is. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the thing I, I, the reason I don't like that definition is because I feel like from your definition, King of the Hill wouldn't be a cartoon because that is very grounded, very live action, does not really extend anything, but that is a cartoon. Yeah, but it's not good, so. <laughs> well, what I was going to use as an example is something like Scanner Darkly. I'm sure something like that would like blur the lines because it is like an adult situation kind of thing, but it's all it's animation cel-shaded over. animation. And so, yeah, like it was all like recorded live action, but then drawn over. But then... Rotoscope so was, then? Yeah. 
but uh that would also make things like the animatrix which is also like kind of bleak and dark and stuff like that. that's still a cartoon but it's you know still more adult situations yeah to me cartoon just kind of is synonymous with like just childlike I mean, I don't know what defines that, though. So are, like, all the Avengers movies cartoons? I would describe those as very childlike. I wouldn't. I I'd feel like all superhero stuff are very child. I don't... Have you talked to a child? They're also extremely violent. I think when I say childlike, I think a very different thing than you. <laughs> Maybe. I'm thinking of stuff like children would enjoy. I think things of, like, being very uh, immature and <laughs> things like that. That's what childlike means to me. I don't, okay, so Family Guy is very childlike? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's a cartoon, but that's not for children. I don't know. This is a. I mean, again, this. I don't mean for children. I just mean childlike. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. I don't know. This This also goes into like you know, uh, basically cutting like, uh, splitting hairs when it comes to a lot of these things. What becomes animation? What is live action? Yeah, but uh, I mean, we could go like five hours on this alone. <laughs> oh yeah, we we could definitely have a a huge debate in this entire podcast episode. It would be a, us just debating on what's live action. Let and what's us know cartoon. if you want. That. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, but let's get our like let's get some general thoughts out of the way. Sure. Uh, why don't you start, Dry? I, I haven't watched many Christmas movies with you, so I don't know like your general thought about Christmasy. Um, I think Christmas movies in general are usually pretty fucking lame not gonna lie <laughs> i don't like christmas movies which is probably another reason why we have not watched many christmas movies on here just home alone is the only one you like um <laughs> no there's there's a few christmas movies i like i'll be bringing at least one during this month that i consider a christmas movie um that is not you can tell it's not a christmas movie by how you had to define that <laughs> And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, this technically takes place during Christmas, so it's technically a Christmas movie. Yes, yeah, so you get it. Just anyway. like how Deadpool's a Thanksgiving movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like things that are defined as like, this is a Christmas movie of like about family and about like the Christmas holiday and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I generally don't like them because I think it's kind of lame. Um, this one, I think, takes a very fun look at that idea by manipulating like the entire lore of Santa Claus and right. how he came about and stuff like that. And I think that was fun because it's like this very innocent thing and being like, yeah, but it was created because like a guy was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was actually a really fun uh, twist on it. If they didn't take that darker route on it, I don't think I would have enjoyed it nearly as much. But the fact that it had some like really kind of grim, dark comedy in it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say if it didn't take that darker route, I probably wouldn't have brought it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, if it was just a whatever Christmas movie, I would have brought uh, Ed and Eddie's Jingle 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 instead. Except I can't because it's not fucking on HBO Max. And goddamn it, HBO Max, why didn't you get the rights? Yeah, this was originally gonna be a double feature, but no, no Jingle Jingle Jingle. I'm so HBO mad. fix your shit. Love you. <laughs> well, more fucking animation industry should fix their shit because yeah. all the specials <laughs> didn't count as a part of a season. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I like this actually quite a bit. I thought it was pretty good with a pretty cheesy ending i think you're yeah, gonna yeah. get that with these movies though you can't like end on a sour note with a christmas movie i feel like yeah you can't um but I yeah mean, you could but then you know <laughs> it wouldn't be one people would have watched right exactly yeah yeah um yeah i i uh i enjoyed it quite a bit it's probably my favorite animated christmas thing um, That's because you haven't seen Jingle Jingle Jingle. <laughs> <laughs> but like, also, most of my anime Christmas things are like The Grinch and like Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown and stuff like that. So like the basics, you know. I'm not like a connoisseur of 
animated Christmas. Can't believe things. you didn't see Arthur Christmas. Oh my god, I've, I've not. I haven't. I don't either, even know what that I don't is. I think a human being has seen it. What is Arthur Christmas? It was. It was Nobody about knows. like two years before this movie. Oh, yeah, also never. was a very like similar kind of take, if I remember right. Gotcha. But again, I haven't seen it because right. no one watched that movie. Right. But yeah, I enjoyed this quite a bit. It's one that I would actually probably recommend to people. Yeah, that's very high praise. Uh, Robbie. So general thoughts, first thing, since we keep talking about it, I absolutely did love the animation about it. It mm-hmm. was such a fresh take on just animation in general, like mm-hmm. taking that 3D space and putting 2D animation into it kind of, it worked very, very well. And you could tell they worked very hard and put like a lot of actual love and care into this. Yeah, this was which, in development for 10 years. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Animation's which, hard, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that they say is that if a single person tried making a Pixar movie by himself, it would take him about 500 years. Yeah, that's why they have a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's also why they're so goddamn expensive. But, yeah. Um, I think that alone, like, even if the movie was crap, that alone was, or uh, is enough to, like, give this uh, a decent rating. But I don't know if I would say this movie's dark as much as it's cynical, but that's once again splitting hairs of it. There is, like, it's a like dark grim, for a Christmas movie. Yeah, for movie. a Christmas movie, it has a very <laughs> grim start to it, though. It's not the only one to do it, but it, you know, it definitely does have, like, that grimness to it at the beginning of it. And it does, in almost like a realistic way kind of like give a new take on Christmas with it which makes it to where like on top of them putting a lot of love and care into the animation they actually put a lot of love and care into the actual storytelling of this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is probably one of my new favorite Christmas movies to watch I, I'd probably put it up there with like It's a Wonderful Life hmm, nice um, one thing that I um, think is actually talking about Pixar just to get on that for a second um, because the whole hundreds of man hours, that, right? Thousands yeah. of man hours or whatever. I think it was. I don't forget if it was Soul or Up or Coco. One of them was delayed because when they went to go and actually, um, condense the movie down, whatever it's called, render, render it down. Yeah. Uh, their computers crashed, and it was like, and I think oh, the no. process was like, it's going to take seventeen days for this to render, and the computers crashed, so they had to start the process over, so they actually had to push the. Uh, theater date back because it wouldn't render. Yeah. Pixar honestly has a bad track record. Uh, there's a famous story. I think it's it's either Toy Story one or Toy Story two. They almost lost the entire movie, <laughs> and the only reason they got the movie back is because someone on vacation had a copy on their hard drive. Holy shit! Like <laughs> someone accidentally wiped it. <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna. That's actually pretty impressive, just because I know that like a lot of these movies went uh, pre-rendered or like terabytes in size. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that, I think it's another one of those little fun facts about when it comes to, like, DreamWorks and Pixar and Disney and them, is that they have some of the most powerful supercomputers in the world, and they're used for render farming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck, even this shitty podcast is 10 gigs before we <laughs> yeah. mix it down to MP3. Uh, so, yeah, you take, you know, frames that are gigabytes per frame yeah, of, like, yeah. CGI and have to put that into an entire full-length movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... And uh, as for me, I brought this, so obviously I had some enjoyment of it. Uh, I I honestly think this might be one of my favorite Christmas movies, period, as well. Not that I've seen a lot of great Christmas movies. Right, that's the problem. Course, there's Ed and Eddie's Jingle Jingle Jingle, of course, which is also a cinematic masterpiece. Of uh, The only reason I can't really say it's my favorite Christmas movie because it's only 30 minutes long. Oh, so uh, it's an episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, extended. It's a special. Yeah, I mean, it's a special. Like, yeah. Okay. To be fair, there's actually a lot of really shitty Christmas movies, and then also like me and Dry grew up during a time of like, hey, how can we make a movie on the cheap kind of thing, and like yeah. that a lot of people are gonna watch. We'll get Tim Allen to do another Christmas movie. <laughs> yes, 
I mean, like my yeah, like that's my Christmas movies growing up was like Santa Claus, which I have enjoyment of, but I don't know if they're really good. No, no. Uh, <laughs> they're on Cartoon Network every fucking year. They would air Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, and that's just such a fucking mess of a movie. Did we watch that for this? No, no. I Do you like, want to? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we talked about watching that at one point. I I said I would. I thought about bringing it because it's such a mess, but like. I don't know if it would really be enjoyable because honestly, most of it's just kind of boring. Yeah, that's. Dumb. I mean, the whole thing about the Christmas Prince is like at least the first two movies were fun to at least riff on. Yeah, <laughs> the third. One yeah, just... if there was a fourth one, I don't think we would watch it just because of how boring the third one was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. But I'm yeah. glad it's a trilogy. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I love this movie. Fucking as an artist, the fucking animation is so it's phenomenal, so top notch. Like every you could fucking take a screenshot of just some of the like scenes in this and just have that as like a framed picture mm. and people are like oh is that a picasso over there <laughs> <laughs> i mean that is something you can say about this movie that i actually haven't seen since uh watching into the spider verses because like into the spider verse every single frame of that movie could have been a comic panel same way as like every single frame of this movie could have downright been uh like like you said, either like a wall picture, like yeah. an anim or not an animation, <laughs> a picture in like a Christmas book, basically. Yeah, like Jira was saying. Yeah. Um, I something I I don't talk about this a lot, even when I bring animated. I love the like character designs themselves because animated do movies do this a lot, and it's one of the benefits of being an animated movie. You know the every character as soon as you see them, they're like perfectly made. Yeah. Um, especially like. As soon as you see Jesper, you know exactly who Jesper is, basically. Yeah, I think that that's an advantage and disadvantage of animation. Because um, people like Jiraiya can't take it seriously. No, not even... Well, I mean, people, I think, don't take it seriously. No, just that's a different thing. thing. That's issue, a different thing, yeah. yeah. But, like, for animated, yes, you see a character, like, their entire design is, like, you are your head on, like, it's like, oh, they're a fucking shitbag, or, like, they're a tough person, or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. you immediately know because you are... The stereotype. Programmed to, yeah. to know these stereotypes, basically. Whereas, like, in film, in, like, live action stuff, um, it's, like, all about, like, the acting and performances. Like, it's a different, it's a different thing. It is, but I, not to say, I will, I will say, even in live action, you also still have that. They typecast, for sure. They do, yes. Um, Like, if you see a movie with The Rock in it, you know exactly who The Rock is gonna be. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, like... But um yeah, I, I love the character designs and like Troy said, I think this is a really fun take on the Christmas mythos. Yeah. Like I I haven't seen any like there's like bits and there's a lot of bits and pieces from other movies, but none have executed it like this and as well as this, I'm gonna say, that I have seen personally. Yeah, same. The way that they just take like everything that you know about uh Saint Nick and Christmas mm -hmm. things of like even just the fact of like this is in the mid middle of the movie, but the fact that like leaving cookies out for Santa because Santa <laughs> loves cookies yeah. is just because like the guy delivering the presents is just a dick bag and stealing cookies. Yeah, <laughs> he just saw a cookie on the counter. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, so yeah, we'll start getting this movie. Uh, I'll throw this out. Dry always loves about like budget and box office. Yeah. Um, the budget of this was forty million. Very low, actually. That's super yeah. low for an animated film. Um. Yeah. In the first month, this was viewed on Netflix 30 million times. It's a lot. It is a lot. And wow. like 
I imagine that just went up as time went on. Yeah. Yeah. So this was definitely a success. Yeah, that's also the other thing that, like, a good Christmas movie can do is it becomes a tradition. Yeah. So I think, like, if this, I think they hedged their bets on it. 40 million is not a lot for an animated thing. It's a lot for a Netflix thing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, until Stranger Things came along, and it's like, we'll give that to one episode. Um, well, I was gonna say some of the Netflix movies too. Like, I know wasn't uh, wasn't uh, like House of Cards like ten million dollars per episode or something like that. And then like same with like they had a couple of different hundred million dollar movies that they made. Yeah, they have a couple of blockbusters on there. But the thing that I would say with the live action blockbusters is they all look flat. Yeah, because that's the thing that I was really trying to get at earlier by saying that like their animation always looks bad and cheap is because everything has to look colored so flatly because Netflix has a thing of like it has to look good at 480 and it has to look good at 4K. I guess that's somewhat fair. I I don't like uh, have issue with a like television series being flat for sure. Yeah. Uh, Movies a little more. There's there's a like common joke in the animation like circle of like, oh, you know, cartoon. And then the animated movie, and it, all the only difference is they put like a rim light around. Yeah, the, but it's kind of true to an extent. It is, but yeah. Um, I mean, some of that ultimately is just how much money is given to a lot of the stuff. Yeah, like again, like forty million sounds like a lot to people. It is like pennies to like animation, yeah. especially Which means they gave forty million dollars to a team of animators to animate this over the next ten years. And I'm gonna say I'm willing to bet a lot of that budget went to the voice cast. Probably. Uh, you guys were kind of like re- recognizing some of it. Um, I don't know all these names, but I'm going to list off like the main characters. Uh, Jesper is played by Jason Schwartzman. Okay. Knew it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Claus is J.K. Simmons. Okay. Oh, I wasn't okay. sure if it was. I, I was going between J.K. Simmons or um, the guy who plays Roseanne's husband in Roseanne. Mm. Um, John Goodman. John Goodman. I couldn't figure out if it was one or the other. No, I did recognize that voice, though, and I kept on thinking, like, where do I know that from? But, yeah, it's I can definitely see that being J.K. Simmons now. Yeah. Uh, you got you caught this immediately. Uh, the, like, boat postman is Norm MacDonald. This was one of his final yeah. roles, if I remember. He just has a super recognizable voice, so yeah. he's easy to spot. Uh, the I, teacher is the girl from um, Parks and Rec, one of the girls from there. Uh, Rashida Jones. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't yeah. recognize that one. Rashida Park, Jones, Parks yeah. and Rec. <laughs> Our biggest thing is, like, Parks and Rec. Yeah, so... Yeah, this is like there's a lot of voice talent going behind this. If um, I'm not mistaken, one of the guys was the bald guy from Mad TV, right? Uh, I don't know who the bald guy. Will Sasso. Yeah, yeah, yep. That is Mr. Skell Ellingbow. So yeah, the, the guy with the big long hat and the fatty. Yeah, and yeah. I guess to round it off, the main uh villain of the Crumbs was Joan Cusack. Joan oh, Cusack. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Lots of big names here. Yeah. Um, I I voice so my you... grievances to Dryo when they just pull out like random celebrities, but this <laughs> is like these are like actually very talented voice actors too. Yeah, they like, are. Norman Donald, fucking big in the animation industry. Honestly, he did so many random stuff. He's just a funny dude. Yeah, was a funny dude. I should say. Yeah. R. Unfortunately, um, lost a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, uh, Jason Schwartzman has done tons of stuff, both in movies, TV, and animation. And yeah. stand-up. Uh, and stand-up, yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons just all around is a yeah, phenomenal he's everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's, he's incredible, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, so there is a lot of... Netflix saw a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe but you are right. They should have their with... animators a little better, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, but you are right. I'm pretty sure a large but 
portion of that went towards getting an A-listed cast of actors. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm really glad it's not just like, oh, yeah, let's get like uh, The Rock and uh, Chris Evans and uh, John. John, John, <laughs> I, I ran out of celebrities. I know that. Oh, you mean the DC Super Pets film? <laughs> yes, that fucking pisses me off mm-hmm. the most because fucking if you ever look at any of the ads, it always just says Dwayne Johnson. Yep, Super Pets. Yep, because <laughs> uh, fucking for some reason he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now, and he just fucking sells he's tickets. Barely yeah. an actor. I don't like him either, but like the dude, yeah. you cannot deny he sells fucking tickets. So he I was sure gonna say, does. whenever he was just like in every single movie, uh, they were there was like a whole big thing about how uh, The Rock was basically Nicolas Cage, but in actually good movies kind of thing. So he was like, it, it was one of those because he put asses in seats. They're just trying to put him in as much movies yeah. as possible. And since you know it got to the point like I can only do so many movies, I'm gonna have to put my price up so less people ask me to be in movies kind of thing. Well, Nicolas Cage just had a bunch of, like, gambling debts, so he had to be yeah. in everything. Well, yeah, Nicolas Cage, that was a whole other thing. Like, yeah. Nicolas Cage is just in a bunch of movies because Nicolas Cage. Yeah. How many good movies is he in? He's in, uh, Most... Kick-Ass. Yeah, Kick-Ass kick is a good one. Um, It really depends on what you mean by good. Yeah. Enjoyable, <laughs> I guess? I don't know. Again, it's a real complicated question. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's one of those things just like, uh, oh, what's the other movie? Uh, Hell Ride or Ride to Hell or something like that. Uh, Road to Hell Retribution? No, that's definitely a video game, not a movie. <laughs> Ghost Rider? To... No, not Ghost Rider. Uh, some weird movie that he did with Amber Heard before everyone found out that Amber Heard was a monster. Who knows? He doesn't. Uh, I can't. A year. I'd have to look up the movie really quick. But uh, maybe it's not that funny. I was gonna say the the whole point of it. That movie's garbage, but it's enjoyable garbage. Yeah, that's most of Nicolas Cage's career. Yeah, I think uh, I've I will seen, say like, like during the nineties. <laughs> During the 90s, he was actually in some really good movies, and then he went into bad debt, and then he was just in whatever movie you would pay him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Claws. Claws. Uh, the voice talent, very good. Very good. They nail every bit of their voices, for sure. Yes. Um, so, plot of this movie, it's fairly simple. It's a Christmas movie. Uh, there is a very uh, spoiled kid... or. Adult, but like adult, yeah. he's a kid of he's a man child, yeah, <laughs> a very spoiled man child who is the son of the head postman who owns all the post offices and all that. Yes, he's the son of the postmaster's master general. Whatever. Yeah, so the postman, the postman. <laughs> he's the son of postman Pat, and uh, <laughs> he like is just not really. His dad's trying to get him to do the job, and mm-hmm. he's just not caring for it, and just kind of wants to live his cushy life. But his dad says, no, you're going to be the mailman of Schmierensburg. And that's a little tiny island. Any bitty place that is just gray and dull and awful. Mm-hmm. And he tells him, you have to get 6,000 letters in a year or else you're getting cut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing about this town is there is a centuries-long feud. Grapes of Wrath style, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't know what they're fighting for, but they sure are. Yes. Well, Grapes of Wrath is just kind of racism and stuff, I think. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> could be racism here. I don't could know. Be, I mean, yeah, could be. Who knows? doesn't say. I mean, considering this is a family movie and they can't say this in a family movie, they're basically fighting because fuck that other family. I'm going to yeah. say, for like PG, they get away with a lot in this movie. Yeah. They do. I think they get away with it because it's animated, though. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's the South Park rule. Yeah, there's obviously not, like, blood or, like, human blood or anything, but, like, there's a lot of, like, weapons being thrown, there's a lot of, like, 
just dead bodies. Yeah, dead, dead bodies. bodies being carried. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, at one point in time, you see them like carrying a dead body into a house, and yeah, then and like <laughs> its it shoe falls off, and she like grabs the shoe and glares at him yeah, as she's like, like dragging the shoe inside, and <laughs> yeah, and just and then he just sees children that look like they belong in the Adams family, just yeah, poke or skewering uh, a snowman with carrots. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but this is a war between the black-haired crumbs and the redhead Ellingbows. The redhead Ellingbows. Ellingbows. Yeah. Uh, so the ma- they have two mayors. I get. I don't really. It's a small town. It's, Who the fuck cares? But <laughs> it's not so much two mayors. It's kind of like two leaders of each group, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like if these are both armies, those two people would be the generals. Yeah, basically. So like, there's just constant. It's it's like done in a lighthearted manner, kind of where it's like prank kind yeah, of things, pretty much. And except when they're actually just straight up fighting each other, except for when the bell is rung and they decide because there's a bell in the town square, and yeah. when it's rung, everybody fights. Yep. Uh. So yeah, that's the basic thing, and obviously no one's sending letters. So uh, Jesper has to think of a way to get letters sent. Right, because no one sends letters because you don't need to send a letter when everybody you know is on this tiny island and everybody you know you hate. Yeah. <laughs> I did like how they did or how they framed that, though. Or just like, do you really think anyone's going to be sending letters in this town and you just see a cannon being yeah. <laughs> pushed out of one house and then it just shoots another house and destroys it? Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so when he's just trying to find letters, uh, a kid lo- loses their drawing and he's a fucking scumbag and is like, hey, kid, if you want your drawing back, you know what you could do? You can mail it <laughs> back to yourself. You just got to give me a penny for postage. I, yeah, but he gets chased off by the kid's dad. But and he tr- he's trying. It's been like weeks and he hasn't gotten a single letter. And uh, the I'm just going to call him Norm because he's. Yeah, the boatman. Yeah, the boatman. Uh, Norm's like giving him shit constantly (laughs) and he notices on the map there's a little like cabin in the top right of the map so he's like fuck it i'll try that what could i have to lose yeah Yeah. and they just say like oh you want to visit the woodsman yeah so like he goes up there and is like uh okay and he finds this old barn of toys and also, the woodman fucking jacked and has an axe, and he's scared. Giant motherfucker. And he runs away, but he loses his mail pouch, and uh, the wind brings the letter to the woodsman, who notices like a little sad kid mm-hmm. is in the drawing. So that night, he finds the he finds Jesper and is like, "Hey, we're gonna give this gift to the kid." And he's like, I don't want to. He's like, we're gonna. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those, I need this delivered by the postman. And he's just like, oh, a delivery. And so he doesn't want to, but he does it because he needs to get deliveries, yeah. period. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, all these houses are booby-trapped, by the way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like everybody's traps. trying to kill each other. Yeah, there's bear traps all over and, like, guards dogs. Yeah. Um, Claws, uh, the woodsman, Claws, like, punts him into the chimney. I really like that scene just because, like, he's like, how am I going to get in there? It's gated off. And then he just, like, <laughs> bends the gate out of there the way and so throws him in there. so many good, like, there's so much good v- visual stuff in oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's even, really like, it's, it's very pretty, but, like, also it's extremely funny what it does with the yeah. visuals. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of visual gags that are done really well. It also does, like, a lot of cartoon violence with that. Like, yeah. there's legitimately a scene that, like, it doesn't, it's not important to anything in the movie, but, like, this old man that's asleep in a rocking chair 
on top of a house and then falls like 30 feet into the, <laughs> or into <laughs> the, the ground. Freezing and just go, water. Yeah, and just goes, dang, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. I, so out of everything, I think something that makes me want to watch this movie more than once, like like as, as a Christmas movie, this movie is really funny. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. That is like definitely a big thing for it because like most Christmas movies are like charming, but that's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the and real they... point of a Christmas movie usually is to get across uh, family, friendship, and love. Mm-hmm. And this one does that by saying like family, friendship, and love, but like it's people shitty. Yeah. <laughs> you might get disowned. Uh, you might be eaten by dogs. Traditions bullshit. Yeah. Like it has other stuff going on for it than just that. Yeah. yeah. So um. Anyway. So the president's delivered. And all the kids are like, oh, if we write letters to Mr. Claus, he'll give us toys. So it's like, basically, Jesper has found <laughs> what he needs to do. Yeah. So it's a lot of, like, back and forth of all Jesper's antics and how, like, it relates to the mythos of <laughs> Christmas. Of Christmas, Christmas, like, and, how presents are even yeah. delivered. Yeah. So, like, he delivers all these letters to Claus, and Claus is like, okay, well, you're going to deliver these presents but you gotta do it in the middle of the night. He's like, why am I gonna do it in the middle of the night? He's like, because everyone's trying to kill each other and you gotta do it while they're sleeping. Yeah. And it's really funny. Like, they're like, I wonder how he gets down the chimney. It's because Jesper's this scrawny ass tiny fucking thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's like, by magic. Yeah. (laughs) This guy who's stacked is, like, climbing down chimneys through magic. Because, like, it's weird to think. Imagine if you just were, like, if Santa lived in your next block is what this movie is. Yeah. So like, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun watching like Jasper have to do this shit, and like, I love, I love a lot of the traditions where it's like, oh, if you hang your sock up on the chimney, he'll put toys in it for you. Yeah, fill it full of toys, and it's just because there were a bunch of dogs in the house, so he didn't want to like actually put the presents in, so he just stuffed the fucking stockings <laughs> yeah. full of the toys. Yeah. yeah, or like the one kid who was super mean to him the entire time, he just put yeah. coal in a stocking because he's like, I'm not giving a present to this kid. Screw him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of great. Um, there's a school teacher, and no one sends their kids to school because it's a feud. Yeah, and they're not yeah. Gonna and so all these kids go to the postman, and they're just like, we don't know how to write, and he's like, go to school then. Yeah, they go to school and like this woman who's basically selling fish out of a school to make ends meet ends up are basically taking all of her savings to turn it back into another school so she can become a teacher so dry as dry (laughs) pointed out this is another uh, tradition that was shown starting here of teachers have to pay for their own supplies yeah (laughs) i mean it's one of those things like they always tell us like this is what you're going to need to go to school and stuff like that but teachers always and like they always reminded us whenever I was going to school too, especially whenever we were in like third, third or fourth grade. Cause they're saying like, don't waste this. Don't lose this. This came out of my paycheck. Please keep it. Yeah. I always remember in school, they, there was like a cup of pencils and she was like, please don't take these and break them or anything. Cause I had to buy these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like so fucked in a lot of ways. It super is. Yeah. Man. But yes. And it's like one of those, like they weren't saying that to be malicious or anything. It was just like, please, like I have a limited yeah. amount of budget being a teacher, please. And I know like you're 10 years old. Don't break this or don't lose it. Yeah. I don't have enough money to buy you pencils and eat next week. If you break these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so the school's starting up again. Cause these kids need to learn how to write so they can write letters. And, it also the, has, for like maybe five minutes, has almost like a uh, Dead Poet Society moment of just like, wow, we can do that if we write? And like kids that are like super excited to go to school because they're learning something other than feuding. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's so like weird to think of it because 
I want to say this movie is very timeless in the way of I don't know when the fuck it's supposed to take place. No, yeah. no clue, man. Because like it seems like it takes place during the Pilgrim times, but it also has to be pre Saint Nick. But it also yeah. plays music from the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say if I have to, if I'm gonna criticize anything, I don't like the music. Yeah, the choice. soundtrack. It's so the actual like music made for the movie yeah phenomenal fits the movie perfectly and some of those are generally really really good Mm -hmm. but it ended up turning out that it's expensive to get an orchestra to make music for your christmas movie so you just gotta get the rights to i think i i I am gonna blame netflix i think netflix is like you gotta have like a pop song in there you gotta get the kids energized it's halfway through the movie you gotta make sure they're not asleep but uh uh, so yeah so the school's going in uh elva the school teacher is like finding re reminding herself why she wanted to be a teacher yeah uh and uh as that there's more little characters uh there's this little uh they call them sammy uh there's a little sammy girl who can't speak english and she wants the toy too obviously but uh <laughs> jesper's a dick and he's yeah. not gonna give her a toy <laughs> unless she specifically writes a letter for them yeah uh which like it's an interesting thing, though, because, like, Jesper is a dick, but at the same time, you can really see him getting swept by it, though. Yeah. Like, the magic of Yeah, what you he's start doing. to see him really care about everything that he's actually Which, doing. Yeah. I did know, I did realize that was going to happen very early on. As soon as I yeah. saw that he was, a, like, the dickhead that, or yeah. the dickhead son that, like, gets everything handed to him, I was like, okay, he's going to be the person who gets put into a hard situation and then learns the joy of giving throughout all of this because it's a Christmas movie, but... It actually did it in a very charming way with this yeah, movie. Like it, I, it took something that's very uh, overdone in Christmas movies, and it actually made it like plausible again for this yeah. movie. Like, I think what helps is just Jesper himself, because like it's not like he's like, oh, I love, I love children now, and I yeah. love giving gifts. It's like no, he's still like. He's still like, listen, I need that penny so I can get the postage stamps. So I can get the fuck yeah. out of here. But he's still like, you can see like him really liking it. And, like, yeah. he gets jealous when everything's attributed to the claws. Yeah. Um, like, the thing that makes it work is he starts, he's, everything starts because he's selfish. Yeah. But it ends up going to be like, oh, like, this thing I'm doing is, like, actually making people, like, really, really happy. And, like, that's really cool. I didn't know I could do that with people. Yeah. And so he starts to actually like what he's doing instead of just doing it for selfish reasons. Yeah. Um, I guess for people who don't know, like, the best, like, character to compare him to, actually, I would say is Cusco. From uh, yeah, yeah. Groove. yeah. I think like they are very similar characters, but they're done in very different ways. That like each one, obviously, they're very different movies, so they need to tell a different story. Sure. But like, they're it's executed in a really cool way. Where like, you know, why Jesper is spoiled is because he had a really like he was a really pampered kid growing yeah, up. Yeah, he had obviously. a rich kid or a rich dad who basically gave him everything. Yeah, and like his dad's like, I need to like, I need him to grow up, or else. Uh, or else yeah, I'll be able to take over the yeah. business. <laughs> this is this movie's version of, all right, I'm sending you to boarding school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, but yeah, uh, he, he like clearly starts caring. He, a really fun moment in this movie is like towards like the later bits of when he's delivering all the toys. Uh, he's like, damn, why is the school like so pop in? And she's like, do you, do you not know what you've done here? Yeah. And like shows <laughs> the entire city and the city is yeah. such a different thing now. Like everyone's like, uh, it's the quote they use, like, a uh, true act of kindness will be, uh, we'll have another one. I don't uh, it's, I uh, how phrased it. Fall down into the city like a pit of lava or something. I don't really know. <laughs> no, it was, uh, a, an act of goodness will always triumph an act of, e- or an act of no, something. No, it was not. It was that. something like that. It was towards the end of the movie that he says it, though, because, like, he goes yeah. to show that, like, just because they're being shitty people doesn't mean that, uh, 
good people are going to quit. Yeah. A simple act of kindness always sparks another. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there, it's said a couple times in the movie, not just the end, but like, because uh, uh, when he puts the coal in that dick kid's uh, stocking, because like, wait, if you're bad, you get coal. Yeah. So they all start trying to be yeah, good. So they're like, yeah, like, don't ask me how he knows, but he has a naughty list. Yeah. <laughs> and then like all the kids started to believe like, if I do good things, maybe I'll get more yeah. toys. And so like they start doing everything they can to like make the town better. Like, Hey, I, I cleaned my dad's clarinet and now he's back into music again. And like, Oh, instead of stealing berries from so-and-so we actually picked all of them for her and gave it to her. And then she yeah. made, or she gave us jam and then we made her a cake. Yeah. yeah. And it's like fun. Cause like, it's not like, Oh, okay. These kids picked my berries. I'll, I'll do a good thing. It's like, they're like, they're like, oh, these fucking assholes are trying to show me up, huh? Yeah. yeah. You, you be nice to me and give me berries. I'll show you. How about this fucking jam? It's like, oh, yeah, what yeah. if this jam? What if I made you a fucking cake with that jam, yeah. you dumb bitch? <laughs> and, but, like, <laughs> it's the thing, though. Like, obviously, you know, with a lot of that stuff, it's like, oh, the kids are just doing it because they want toys. Yeah. But it's the parents that are very important in this because, like, they start because they're not really sure what the heck's happening. But eventually, like, it is contagious. Like, yeah. Kindness is contagious. I forget, like, what said that. Where I got that from, I didn't CDC, make that up. I think. CBC? The CDC. The Cool Dance Club? <laughs> I don't know what? No. See, uh, Contagious Disease Control. Oh, Center for Disease Control. Yeah. Center for Disease Control. You were making a joke. I was joke. close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was making a joke. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you should know better than joking with me. I don't know things. Uh, but yeah, like the- But you get it now. Like, it is what they say. Like, an act of kindness will always spark another. Like, true kindness will always be replicated. And uh, that's like a fun, it's like a Christmas moral, obviously, but yeah. like I think it's done really well here. Whereas in a lot of Christmas movies, it does feel like oh, the kids are just trying to be good because it's Christmas. There are like a lot of Christmas movies where like you know it's still the kids are doing like the replication of kindness and stuff like that, but like the kid will do something, and then the parent will be like, well, I'm not gonna do that, and they're like, but dad, and then the dad like begrudgingly does it, and then like. All of a sudden, he realizes that he enjoys it. And he's like, oh, yeah. now I'm a good person. Yeah, it's like, Compares Dad, like, you should give the homeless man like $10. Come on. He's like, no, he's going to spend it on alcohol. And he's like, Dad. And he's like, fine. He's like, oh, my God, I'm a very charitable person now. Yeah. yeah. And then he suddenly is doing everything nice. Yeah. yeah. But this one actually had some depth to the kindness because it wasn't just overnight. It was something that had to gradually happen over mm-hmm. time. And it wasn't even, like, a matter of, like, it happened because somebody's like, well, we need to have more good in this town. It was more or less like, I need to have this kid stop throwing fucking snowballs at me for, like, five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like, a, it's like a perversion of, like, the traditions, but in a way that still, like, is fun and works. Yeah. yeah. It's down to earth in a way that a lot of Christmas movies are not, which is kind of refreshing, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, basically, the climax of the movie's coming, uh... The two heads of the families are like, all right, we got to fucking stop this post, man. No one's coming to our murders anymore. <laughs> Nobody wants to do a murder party anymore. <laughs> and uh, so they devise a plan to just write a thousands of letters so, he can, so he'll leave. Yep. Whereas he's like, okay, I got this plan clause for Christmas. And we give every kid a bunch of presents instead of like throughout the entire year. Just once a year, we make a bunch of presents. And uh, this is after, like, he uh, had the teacher translate uh, the little Sammy girl. So, like, we met the Sammy tribe of people. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys are nice. We'll help. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> in their language. Yeah. <laughs> she speaks a very Nordic language. Like, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's, like, Swiss or. I'm, I'm not actually sure if it is a real language or not. No um, idea. Yeah. yeah. 
If someone knows, let me know. I didn't see anything saying it was. The only thing I saw is apparently they were going to have her speak English originally. And I feel like a lot of it would be lost if yeah. she yeah. if they spoke English. Yeah, because then it would have messed like an entire plot point. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm glad they decided yeah. this. And I feel like it's such a more natural way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair with her not speaking English, it led to probably the most heartwarming scene in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. between, like, him actually going to the teacher and, like, hey, do you speak whatever language she's speaking? Yeah. And then, like, writing the letter. And then or him helping Claus make a, sl- or a little sleigh and then, like, taking her back home to her family and then having them open it and, uh, in front of their little tent that they have and then watching her play on it and having fun with her parents and everything. Yeah, it, it, it was, it's, it's cute. It was a very mm-hmm. cute moment. Yeah, it is. It's very nice. But, yeah. Um, also, around this time, we learn uh, Claus had a wife and uh, they just they couldn't have children. Yeah, which uh, yeah. was devastating for both of them because they wanted a huge family and they just couldn't. And eventually his wife passed away. Yes. And Claus just kind of stopped making toys around that point because he was making them for his kids, but he didn't have any, so he had no reason to keep making them. He lost the joy. Yeah. Yeah. So he, it was his wife loved birds, so he kept just making birdhouses in, in the forest. There's like a thousand birdhouses. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I was going to say, it was kind of interesting the way that they had to go with it, because because it's a PG-rated movie, and because it's a kids-rated movie, they can't say like he was infertile or anything like yeah. that. He just says, we kept on waiting for kids, but they never came. Yeah, yeah. it kind of feels weird. It like, does. Like, feel it kind like of feels like you can say, like, we tried and we couldn't. Yeah, we tried but... to have a baby, and it just never, and it just never was in the cards. No matter how happened. much I came, they didn't. <laughs> Well, like, just the way it sounds like they were like, yeah, we were like waiting for the stork and the stork never came. Yeah, yet. the way that they say it, it does sound almost like we were waiting for the stork, but like it's because they can't say like, yeah. well, we can't like tell them that Mr. and Mrs. Claus had sex. Yeah, so. you can't have you can't have that, but you can have the character put a noose around his neck because he thinks that Claus is going to hang him. That was, yeah. really good. Yeah. That was a good joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like Christmas is a big thing, but all those letters were written. So the Jesper's father came and was like. Hey, you did it. Way to go, son. And everyone's like, wow, you're a fucking asshole, Jesper. Go away. Third yeah. act misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I complain a lot about this to Dariah. I think it's really contrived. It's, I feel like this movie doesn't need it either. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. But like, even the way that they do the third act misunderstanding, it's just like, wow, you got this entire town to be peaceful and you got everybody to... All right, to get along, just so you can deliver more letters. What an asshole. I mean, I would be like, man, I can't believe you did it for your own self-gain the entire time. That's fucking... Yeah. Messed like, up, I mean, it's kind of fucked up that he did it for his self-gain, but he did good still. Yeah. But, like, if someone was like, hey, you want... I'll, you know what? I'll, like, clean your house for you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And then he's like... And then I see, like, some uh, the mayor give him, like, a giant check for $10,000. I would be kind of pissed. I mean, <laughs> if he did just clean my house. So, in one way, I do kind of get that because, like, one thing that the Mormon church does is just, like, if they, it, they'll go and find people doing housework and, like, doing uh-huh. yard work. And so, they're like, oh, let us help you with that. And then they'll, like, help you, like, rake up your leaves or mow your lawn or clean your gutters or do something for you. And, like, by the way, let us tell you about Joseph Smith. And, like, yeah. do that thing. And, like, oh, well, I got to go back home. Like, oh, well, we just helped you with all this. You don't want to listen to us for, like, ten minutes and, like, get a book from us. Maybe go to our church one day. Like, no, like, uh, and you slam the door, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, Joseph Smith with the violin." <laughs> That's definitely a song. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, you know Mormons and their sea shanties. Yeah. They <laughs> love sea shanties. But yeah, um, I it like it's hard because also it gives having that gives us a really good scene with him and the little Sammy girl again. Yeah, which like I love those scenes because like it's really fun. Just because that's when Jesper's like. 
really thinking his own morality out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't understand each other. Not yeah. even a little bit. <laughs> but <it's just laughs> if fun. you could translate what that little girl is saying when he's pouring his heart out to her, she's probably saying something along the lines of, do you have cookies? Or I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And then it's like, so they have all the presents and stuff ready. But uh, the two leaders are there with, like, torches and pitchforks because they want to destroy all the presents because they think if kids don't get any toys, they're not going to bother. Yes. Yeah. Um, if they go, don't get any toys, all the kids will be shitty again, and then we can go back to feuding. Yeah. But uh, Jesper came because he's like, no, I got to stop this. Yeah. Ah. And uh, <laughs> it's an amazing scene where he gets on. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Slice starts just slowly drifting like, back. Oh no! It's, it's not attached. Why aren't they attached? Yeah, I swear like, to God, I would not have done this if I knew they were attached. <laughs> it's great. Again, this movie's so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, so like now there's a giant sleigh going everywhere, and they're being chased by uh the crumbs in the Edinburghs or that's a city in London. Yeah, <laughs> Elboro, Elling Bros or whatever. Elling Elling Bros. Elling Bros. Arby's. Yeah, Ar- the Chrome and the Arby's. <laughs> uh, they're like chasing after it, and it's a bunch of just kind of you know third act like big old like set the thing. climax yeah. piece. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the end, like uh, they almost go off a cliff, and Jesper's trying to save the presents, and uh, but he ultimately fails because the Lady Crumb knocks it off, and he's like, "Fuck!" Just pretty bold for a PG rated movie. Yeah, I know. You think it would get PG thirteen? Uh, <laughs> But uh, during that time, uh, both of the family, the head of the families have adult or have children. One has a daughter with the other a son. And like the son saves the daughter from falling off a cliff. And uh, now they're into each other. Yeah. Jester's like, you know, a true act of kindness always sparks another. I I made that up myself. uh." (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, what? And he's like, turn around. And then, uh, yeah, the daughter's like carrying the son and the. It's like a, you know, it's it, a whole thing. Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas <laughs> miracle. Yeah, uh, I still think it's kind of funny that the voice actress for that daughter just got paid to just go mine. Yeah, in mine a, in a <laughs> microphone, probably like twelve or thirteen times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other son's just paid to go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That character reminds me of Ed a lot. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I can see it. Yeah, so um, that's really why I like this movie. I think it's I a knew spiritual it. success. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but uh, the presents on the sleigh were f- decoys. Ah. Well, I gotcha. <laughs> I do, I do I, actually like how they did it. Yeah. Where it's just, it, it's like, it was a very actually plausible reason why they had decoys. Yeah, because like it, the teacher says like, Hey, maybe some kids were talking about how their parents were gonna throw Christmas, <laughs> like ruin Christmas, and maybe I we thought ahead, and yeah. maybe teachers listen whenever uh, parents, uh, yeah, whenever parents are trying to overthrow Christmas. Yeah, so all the kids get presents, and it's Christmas, and it's really nice. And then it goes. It's like a cool little time skip thing. Yeah, so like, like goes over the next twelve years of how it, at Christmas kept expanding and the letters kept going out and yeah. more and more. So they had to expand the business. And for twelve years, they went off and did their thing. Yeah. He ends up marrying the teacher lady. Yeah, but on the twelfth year, Claus disappeared. Yes, nobody knows where he went. Yeah, which like <laughs> kind of weak for yeah. this movie. Yeah. Come yeah. on, just say yeah. he fucking died. Literally, like, Claus. 
keeled over when he was making a sled, and like the sled fell in the snow, and then he like drifted off into a yeah. cliff. I mean, I mean we as adults know that he died. Yeah. He like wanders off. He's like, yes, wife, I'm coming. Yeah. He yeah. wanders off and disappears. I, like, that is one thing that we did overshadow is like he talks about how he feels like his wife is still there and like how she yeah. talks to him through the wind. And like there is that scene at the beginning of the movie where the wind is basically circling around Jesper. Jesper yeah. And, well, and the wind his... what, like the wind brought the letter to him and all yeah, that. Yeah. And like how it was all like kind of pushing the narrative forward of like this is what you guys have to do and like mm-hmm. Claus is the only one who truly understood it at the time because he sees his wife as the wind. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, the wind is kind of pushing him like away from his little workshop, kind of showing him like it's time now. Yeah. And so it kind of has like this little whimsical moment of like, oh, he gets to be with his wife now. Yeah, because Which they're both I do, dead. It is like visually really well done. Yeah, like I do. It feels weird they just say he disappeared. <laughs> I, I wish they could have just been like, yeah, he passed away. Yeah, and like that's how they visually chose to do it, which they did obviously. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it would been. It also would have been visually satisfying to have it to where like all the, uh, Sammy's because like uh Sammy's people end up basically becoming the elves for the yeah. shop mm-hmm. if like maybe Claus was in bed with all of them like he was surrounded by uh jesper and the teacher and all the elves and everything and then the he just kind of closes his eyes and then the wind comes in through the door and then he disappears that would have been another way to tell it yeah there's a lot of ways you could have yeah. done it um it, i'm not saying the way that they did it was bad no like, no i'm, I'm not either yeah. it's like ultimately i like the way they did it because it adds mystery like nobody knows where he went and it adds yeah. to the final line of yeah the movie, yeah is what actually makes it work i think yeah because like uh it shows jesper like and uh his kids now and they're like all right and we're all that and he's like but you know Every Chris, we don't know how it happened, but every Christmas I get to see my friend again. You you start hearing like bells and like yeah. there's a fireplace and he looks up and he's smiling and that's a really nice moment. Yeah. yeah. I like, I think what like, why it feels weird to me is like, it feels so weirdly actually magic. Yeah. Where the rest of the yeah. movie does not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like all this movie is very, uh, very down to earth to where like the, oh, he likes cookies because Jesper was like yeah. eating cookies that they left out or like how a big man climbs through chimneys because Jesper's skinny and he's able to yeah. fit down a chimney uh, mm-hmm. to like, sneak in presents, whatever, like all that. And then like the whole, even the flying reindeer thing, because like <laughs> they lost their wheels to their, uh, to their cart, yeah, yeah. to the cart and then like end up hitting a ramp. And so somebody saw uh, basically a ramp with like reindeer attached to it flying through yeah. the air and it was which that's like the classic yeah I feel yeah. like for these movies so it's just like, like oh there's like a very down to earth reason why all these kids believe that this is all magic yeah. and then like at the very end of the movie it's just like ooh it actually is magic but I feel like, like the only way to not have it end in magic is be like and our corporation expanded and once Claus died we had to get a new CEO and that's when we <laughs> launched Christmas Prime I, mean, I, I think you could <laughs> easily do it like the act of kindness sparks another like and yeah. then other people took the tradition for themselves yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's, like, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I shouldn't <laughs> complain too much. I mean, that's. I thought they were going to go that way with it because at one point in time, it does show Jesper with a mustache yeah. and, like, how his wife hates it, but he thinks it's the coolest thing ever. I thought, like, as the years went by, he's going to grow more and more of a beard. And then after Claus dies, he takes his place. That'd be kind of. So neat. that's what I thought it was going to be is just, like, you know, it's one of those, like, once the old one dies, the new one kind of, like, well, takes Well, no, you're place. thinking of the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah with I Tim am. Allen. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's this movie. Uh, very, like, heart- Christmassy, heartwarming ending. Yeah, absolutely. It fits yeah. perfectly. Um, so I think we can probably get around to our final thoughts. Sure. Why don't you start us off, Jariah? Okay, I fucking hate this movie. No. Um, <laughs> I hate Christmas. Uh, um, God yeah. Damn, Tim Allen! It's, uh... <laughs> It is a heartwarming movie at the end, like most Christmas films are. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedy is what saves it. The comedy and the animation. Um, 
if it didn't have its kind of darker sense of humor and more down-to-earth style of telling what's going on in it, it would have been just a really nice-looking Christmas movie. Um, but this, I think, makes it towards way better for, like, a family and something that kids who see it when they're, like, 10 or whatever and see this, Netflix is still around, yeah. in 10 years, they'll, like, be an adult in college and be like, oh, man, like, this is, like, way darker and, like, way funnier than I remember when I was a kid. Like, I think it'll be one of those movies yeah. if it gets the chance to really be its own thing without Netflix at some point. Um, it screams of just being a classic already in the best mm-hmm. way possible. Yeah. Um, like, I, I watched this and I'm like, oh, this is one people are going to remember for a while. Yeah, it's really, really good just as a movie itself. That happens to be a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, the way that it tells all the lore behind Santa and Christmas itself is super fun. I would recommend this to people just to watch. Um, I think they'll get more out of it during Christmas because that's just how movies like this yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would probably give it like an eight. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robbie. So yeah, I'm kind of in agreement with Dry of if like this does scream an instant classic when it comes to Christmas movies. It is a lot more down to earth with it. Uh, I'm not gonna say like, somebody would watch it and like watch it ten years later and like kind of see it of like oh yeah this is darker and funnier than I remember it, but more of like kids would like it because it's a Christmas movie and it's animated and it's goofy, but adults would like it because it has like that darker cynical sense of uh, storytelling to it. And it's more grounded and down to earth. And I think that's why we liked it too more is because of those reasons. And so like, it's a movie that like you don't see as much these days of something that's for kids and for adults in that sense of just like, Oh, parents are going to watch this with their kids, but parents are going to want to enjoy it too. And I think it has kind of that sensibility behind it. Um, Animation is phenomenal for it. I absolutely love the animation for this movie. Uh, Storytelling, like I said, for how grounded and down to earth it is makes it like, different than other Christmas movies in a really good way because a lot of them have to be whimsical because it's Christmas and Mm -hmm. you know it's something that somebody saw like all these different Christmas movies that are just done on the cheap because they're trying to make a quick buck off of it and said like I want to make something that's like actually you know put love and effort into it and I think they it was very very successful with that um I don't know I there are a couple things that are just kind of dumb here and there, but like that's kind of has to be because of a Christmas movie and because of a kids movie and blah, 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 blah. But like none of it really hurts the movie all that much. Like, so part of me wants to give it a seven, but another part of me wants to give it an eight. So let's say 7.5. Unforgivable. Anyways, <laughs> more needles in my drink. <laughs> um, as for me, I think this is like the perfect Christmas movie in so many ways. Like the thing that does save it, as I was saying, like this is just a fun movie to watch regardless of i mean i i joked about dry of, about this but like most of it isn't during christmas yeah. it just is <laughs> the year and it ends on christmas but it just has the entire feeling of christmas because of what they're doing yeah um this is one i think i'll probably go back and watch as much as i do any christmas movie which is maybe i'll watch it once a year mm-hmm. yeah that's what christmas <laughs> movies are for <laughs> um but like i i love it the fucking animation is jaw-dropping gorgeous and dry this should have been in fucking theaters for like a month all of december you should have put this in theaters i think people would have fucking ate it up yeah i think so people still ate it up obviously 30 million in one month but yeah (laughs) um like i think this is perfect in theaters i think netflix should just throw this back in theaters this december honestly they could. Like everyone's yeah. like excited because you can go to theaters again. Yeah. Why not throw it? Why not thrust your head in there? Netflix is saying, I don't know. Maybe you can recoup some of the money you lost. <laughs> 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 no, but um, honestly, very very impressive. Uh, well worth the time and effort they put into it. I I have like random nitpicks, obviously, but like 
most of my nitpicks are this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which it is what it is. Like I I don't know what I else I would ever want in a Christmas movie though, ultimately. It's barely about Christmas and that's amazing. No. <laughs> uh it's mostly I, about corporate greed at the postal system. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> But, like, oh, man, this is just a treat to watch. Watch it if you have not. Do yourself a favor. I don't fucking care. It's July. Watch it. <laughs> That's I think what... all of us would recommend watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, would, I would give this an eight as well. Okay. And, like, I don't know if the studio behind it, not Netflix, obviously, the, like, people who actually made it, if they're doing anything, I really want to know what they do next if they do anything though. I th- yeah, I think I agree. they could fucking do crazy shit. Yeah. Um but that is the first Christmas in July out of the way. Woo! Uh and uh all of that out of the way, a Merry Christmas once again. Merry Christmas in July. <laughs> if you guys want to get a hold of us, we got a link tree, L A N K T R dot E E slash L O I P. That gives you links to our social medias, our listen medias, where all our podcast medias and our watching medias. We stream on Twitch twice a week, at least, maybe more, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> at least twice a week, sometimes a mystery stream. Yeah. Uh, and right now, as we are playing this, we are playing Undertale on Saturdays. We might be a different game when it, you're up We there. might have completed it. We're going to see. Yeah. And uh, on that's Robbie playing yeah, on yes. the wheels there. I, I might uh, complete Inscription and Undertale all within a couple of days. Yeah, in the same 24 hours. <laughs> uh, and on Wednesdays, that is Jiraiya's turn. He's playing Outer Wilds Worlds. And Outer Wilds, and that's going to go until question mark. That's going to go until is tired. <laughs> until he's either sick and tired of playing it or he beats it. I want to beat it, but... If I had to tell you exactly what my next goal puzzle is, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's a, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. I'm not playing any video games yet, though. Not right now. Maybe I'll play a fighting game with my brother secretly. Ha-ha. Ooh, do uh, it. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's all that stuff. Uh, we have the archive of all our previous streams. Uh, I finished my Wander Song not too long ago, and that, that was a treat for sure. Um, another one where it's like such a charming story and like charming characters like this movie. Yeah. Wonder song was great. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I was only on one of the streams for wonder song, but even I found that charming. You were on like the middle one, which is really funny. I mean, I actually did enjoy like, even just for like the time that I was a part of that, even though I had to sing in a weird voice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's all our stuff. You can find us in many places and. If you want to get updates when we post and all that, check our Twitter and our Instagram. Yes, you can find that in our link tree as well. Yeah. But, uh, Robbie. Yeah. Take us out of here. So, Merry Christmas in July. (laughs) (laughs) Free out and about. Make sure to be safe. Make sure to be kind to one another. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Jariah. You're welcome. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Thank me. Ha ha. <laughs> Thank uh, me. Me welcome. But tune in next time when I think Dariah is going to bring us a Christmas movie. I think it's technically a Christmas movie. You no, know I- it's not if he says that. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to think of a Christmas movie. Peace. Yeah, you do. Peace out, everyone. Later. Bye.